Oh, dear. Who's ready to get relationship advice from the guy who's been single for nearly five years now? You listen up, couples, singles, everybody's. We're ready. We're ready to hear the words from an unsolicited opinion from a random straight white male about how to live your goddamn lives. No, God, no. God, that's not... Yeah, I mean, when I break it down like that, I really shouldn't even have a podcast at this point, right? Should I? <laughs> what do we need? Another person rambling in the bedroom about these things? No, no, we don't need that at all. You know, it's just opinion. I, get, I think I've said it many times before, this is actually a conflict I have with myself. It's a conflict of who, who am I to put an opinion out into the world? This is what we discussed with uh, Jen and Paul, this whole idea of ego, the ego of the artist. And I think I put a lot of philosophy into my life, whether I want to or whether I choose to or whether that's just naturally me is, is here and there. But I can't help but passing on my ideas and, and trying to explain things. And I think the reason I do that is because I've been through, you know, so much of life anyway i mean i realize i'm very young there's going to be about people out there who are completely older than me and have more life experience than me and look at this young kid who thinks he knows everything and then there'll be a bunch of teenagers who'd be like the fuck's this old man why should we listen to him and you shouldn't you know i'm not i'm not anybody i'm just a person with a microphone who will put things out there but what i realize is that I, i'm quite good at explaining things so I've, i thought i'd just explain some things in the hopes that maybe someone who has been through or is in situations which I've been through, um, we'll get some value out of it, I guess. I don't know. This is a weird interlude to the start of this, which I didn't really expect to take, but this is how this podcast goes. We chat around things. We we talk around the conversations I tell the guests repeatedly. Um, and that's why it's important to value the time which we have together. That makes it sound more like therapy. This isn't therapy, guys. If anything, it's a slight construct for a cult, but we'll get onto that another time, maybe in the future. But what was I saying? So we're on about relationships, right? We're on about people and relationships. And there's just this idea which it always makes me kind of sad. And I feel like it's strange that I have to remind people about this, right? And I don't know if it's just because it's how I've structured, how I've structured, how my brain is structured and how I've gone through life. But there's a very strange dynamic within relationships which it's almost I don't know if it's natural or if it's unnatural or if it's just an endearment which happens between couples but I kind of want to get into it so let's discuss it a little bit so what I'm saying is I haven't even really said anything what I'm saying is is this 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 thing which happens when you get into a relationship and you're in your couple or you're in your you're more than a couple um you know where you lose part of yourself, right? I think I discussed this partially in the sense that I said that you you make concessions within a relationship, any relationship, even friendships. You know, there any any ship you're on, you're going to have to make concessions so the ship doesn't sink. I'm getting into nautical metaphors right now, so you have to make concessions. And but what people tend to do is they make concessions to such an extent that people tend to stop being individuals within a relationship. And I I feel like this is a thing which I personally notice quite a lot, but other people don't tend to. 
And I feel like maybe it also leans slightly into, you know, my own personality traits and, and what I what I view the world. But you see it quite a bit, especially I think I think the way people would is is usually along the lines of, oh, you know, there's always a there's always a strong person and a weak person in a relationship. The thing, and I don't believe that at all, right? I don't believe that at all. And it's like, oh, well, no, there's always a dominant person. It's like, no, no, fuck that, right? Fuck that whole idea. There's no, there's no alpha and beta in a relationship. There's no confident one and unconfident one. There's no winner and loser. All of that is nonsense, right? All of that is just designed to make one person feel good and one person feel bad. It's also designed to make you codependent on one another. That's how that's structured. And it doesn't matter of genders, right? It doesn't matter of gender or sexuality or anything like that. People keep trying to apply this phrase to relationships and couples, which just doesn't actually work because it ignores the fact that people are chaos. People are independent individuals. And what you're attempting to do is adhere two personalities together in such a way that they form a bond and can basically, you know, persist within society for the longest time period. That's what you're trying to do. That's what relationships are. Which sounds very clinical. <laughs> I believe in romance, right? I, know, I, believe in, I believe in romance and caring and all these things, right? But that's the physical, like, that's the physical breakdown of it, of a relationship, if you, if you want to get into it that way. But you see it quite a bit where usually when someone who's, I think I've seen it more than once, with people I've known who haven't had particularly strong personalities, I haven't particularly had much going on in their life in terms of interests or hobbies or anything like that, where they just, they completely abandon the things which made them happy once they get into a relationship and essentially adapt or adopt the hobbies and interests of the person that they're going out with. You see this quite a lot. And whenever I see it, it always just makes me really sad, right? And I don't know if it's just me. Like, it makes me really sad because I'm watching these two people. And I'm like, okay, great. It's so it's fantastic that you're happy and you're together and you found someone who cares about you and you can be, you know, persistent in a, in a relationship. But what did you sacrifice to get there? Did you sacrificed your independence as a being because you just automatically did so? And I'm not saying you can't enjoy the same things. The reason you came together in the first place is because you have similar interests, I would have thought. But to completely just be taken on board by everything they have and then just try to replicate that in yourself just seems insane, right? It's a, to me, it seems like you're trying to build a personality where you didn't have a personality. And I don't think that's the case. I think, if anything, what you, you're actually trying to do is mask your own personality because in some way you're uncomfortable with it. And I don't think that's a healthy way of living, Right? I, think that, I mean, I may be shooting myself in the foot in terms of future dating and the world around me, but <laughs> fully prepared to to be single for the rest of my life following this podcast. I had it. Who was I talking to? Someone had seen one of my videos and they read one of the titles, which was, um, which was, oh, was my, my art is lying to you and that's a good thing. Someone had seen that and said, that sounds like the kind of thing which like a pretentious dick on Tinder would say. I'm like, yes, that's, that's exactly, that's why that title is chosen. That's, that's the way it is. But I fully respect the fact that I have a lot of personal information out there in terms of forms of these podcasts and a lot of opinion out there in terms of these forms of podcasts, um, which may see me being alone for the rest of my life. But don't worry, I've got potatoes, so we'll be fine. I've got potatoes and that. That's how I'll live my life. That may be the saddest thing I've ever said on this podcast. But 
what what what's something which I I hold in value and hold in value within any relationship, as I say, within friendships, within you know working relationships, those those kind of things is is remaining kind of succinct in the sense that I'm still an individual, I'm still me, and there's still control within my own life, and I think there's value in trying to keep that. Right, trying to keep that level of independence. And I'm not saying you've got to be one of those dicks who's like, oh, no, you can't sleep in my apartment because there would be a natural relationship. That's that's just fear of fucking commitment. You know, get over yourself. You ain't that important. Be with the person who cares about you. Um, but what I'm saying is you don't have to drop off the things which you enjoy in life to have happiness. You know, there's concessions you have to make and you have to lower your expectations, so to speak. Shout out Bone Burnham. But I don't think you have to remove the aspects of yourself which were making you happy in the first place. You know, something I value heavily is my own independence. Something I value heavily is my interests, like art and philosophy and gardening and sunflowers and pizza. Now, if I get into a relationship where the person I'm with is basically along the lines of, well, you have to get rid of all those things, that's never going to work. That's never going to be a maintaining thing. Even if they give me things to replace it with, even if they came along and like, hey, well, you, you can't have pizza, but we could eat pasta for the rest of our lives. I'm like, okay, well, I do enjoy pasta, but it's not pizza, is it? No, I'm like, oh, well, you, you can't, you don't, I don't like phil philosophy, but I'm really into theology and mythology. I'm like, okay, well, I, I find those things interesting, but I'm, I'm pretty, pretty heavily invested in philosophy, whether I like to or not. You know, at this point, it's not really a choice. And I think good relationships and strong relationships value the things which make you different from one another. You know, they value the things which make you challenge one another and i think relationships should be somewhat challenging and i'm being very careful because i don't think relationships which challenge you every single day of your life on every subject are healthy relationships i just think you have to value the things which make you you and you should inject that into your relationship i think you see a lot of this i say i think a lot of i think i think a lot of this podcast and i apologize for that you see this a lot in um older married couples right like extreme amount in older married couples, and I think that's another thing which, which when I witness it, makes me feel sad. Because I'll give you an example. So if you have an older married couple and you meet them, and you know you're getting along and everything seems happy, they've they've had had their lives, they've done whatever they wanted to do together, they you know maybe taken a few trips, they've had children or whatever you meant to do as a society family unit. They, they, we're going pretty white bread. Um, with this whole description, by the way, just because that's the point of reference in my head is suburban England. So you've had, you've had this this family you know, who who've grown up and done their things, and then you get chatting to them about whatever it is, usually probably over a couple of drinks, and one of them just hints at something, right? Hints at something, something which they did in their youth, something they were interested in, something which they have knowledge on which you had no idea they have knowledge about i've mentioned topics about things whether it be music or art or even just something random like you know i'll be on about oh yeah you know i saw this thing online the other day which was all about this kind of medical procedure and i thought that was really fascinating and then somewhere out of nowhere pipe in you know husband or wife will come and like oh actually no i know quite know quite a bit about that when i was in my youth i used to study and, and do these things and then i you know i took a lot of interest in those kinds of things then you look at them and you go hang on I know you 
I had no idea you knew about these things. I had no idea that these were things which you were interested in. And I'm looking at your life now and I'm wondering what happened. And they'll, 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 they'll bust out the, the cliche lines like, oh, well, you know, you make concessions as you get older and you've got to let a few things go to have children and all these kinds of things. And I'm just, I, I really don't understand why. <laughs> Maybe that's what this podcast is. I don't understand why you have to remove the parts of your life which you were passionate about in order to do the other things there is a great uh episode of so there's a there's a rapper on youtube called screw Screwface jam uh he does reaction videos and stuff like that and he reviewed a video um by logic who is another um rapper in the u.s who was basically retiring from rapping and the reason he was retiring from rapping is just he was a bit fed up with the industry and also he'd had a child and he felt like that he couldn't do rapping and full-time anymore and keep his child going and, and wanted to be there for his kid and he wanted to spend more time with his kid which is a completely respectable thing to do but screw pointed out in the video that you know he didn't feel either that you had to give up those parts of your life you can find a balance you can find a relationship with your children which would involve both aspects of things right and i think you see this a lot especially with kids and parents you know if you think about your own parents there's usually one part of your relationship with your parents which overbed into your your youth as it were from them Right, whether it be musical tastes, whether it be political interests, whether it be your your taste in food, there'll be something from your parents which you gained, and it will be it'll be coming from one side of your parents' family, and you'll notice that there'll be things which in concessions which your family have made for one another in order to to have the lifestyle you had in order to have some sort of balance, and. That terrifies me, you know. It terrifies me that there's this idea that you have to remove the independence you have. I don't want that, right? Let's get personal for a minute. In terms of a relationship and what I want in the future, fuck it, this can be a dating video. What I want for the future is I want someone who understands the independence is the value in being human. It's the only freedom we really have, right? And independence can include family and it can include children because independence is basically just down to independent thought, right? And I think it's important and you'd have a stronger relationship to embrace the values of both sides equally and embrace the interests of both sides equally and then funnel them into, if you have a child, or funnel them into your relationship, Yeah. If I meet someone and they're interested in something, I'm going to go, oh, well, I'll attend events and I'll, I'll go to things which they're interested in the same way that I'd want them to. I'd want them to take an interest in the things which I'm interested in. And if you don't do that, really, you just, you're not actually looking for a relationship. What you're looking for is just someone to cure loneliness, hang out with, and fuck it. If that's all you want, buy a pet. Cats and dogs are great at that kind of thing. <laughs> I realize I may be insulting a lot of couples right now but to be frank i don't care because i think that there's a better way to do your relationship if that is the case if you are if you're thinking about this and you're thinking oh well i've you know given up hobbies and all these kinds of things it's like really okay right well yeah obviously you've seen them as small things which you've given up because you don't have time for anymore but really if you were to take them up, would your partner have an issue with it? And if they had an issue with it, why are they having an issue with it? Why do they have such a problem with you 
taking up this aspect of your life which makes you happy and that you're interested in. I guess what I'm trying to say is that, you know, I don't want to live within someone else and I don't want them to live within me either. That's a huge part of this. I don't want someone who wants to adhere themselves into me and become part of the thing which I have overall just to be part of that thing. I think that's a huge thing when you see, I think especially when you get online, I said I think so many times today, when you get online, like you get celebrities and you get... um, what's the word artists and, and and public figures and they have and they end up they kind of like date one of their fans right they date one of their fans or they date someone who's interested in their work and i'm like why would you do this right i don't I, that has to be the most banal relationship ever because that person has dedicated a lot of their time and interest in you right and then they're they're, they're like they're dating you so what about the other things they're interested in? You know, you're basically now, you're just part of their collection now and they're part of your collection now because you're lacking any balance in life unless you're encouraging them to be independent and intellectually motivated to go and do things. Like, what is what is the balance there? I, I don't, I, I'm really back and forth on this point and I realize this. I just, you know, I have no interest in being in that symbiotic relationship, and I don't think other people should. And I, I've realized that I don't want to tell you how to live your lives, but I'm just saying, what I'm saying is there is a way for you to live your life, which is where you're still two individuals. You know, it's not two become one. That's not how relationships work, and that's not how relationships should work. Two is always two. It's always two people. And as soon as you forget that, that's where there's going to be problems within your relationship and that's where issues arise because they just settle under the surface until bubbling over later in life. Whereas if you're very honest with one another and you communicate with one another from the get-go and you're able to bring up these topics and these things without derision, without conflict, then you're both just going to be a lot happier. And a lot less anxious. And your kids will be better off too. And I realise, as someone who's 31, single, has only had one or two long-term relationships in his life, I'm probably not the best person to give advice on this. But it's something to keep in mind, right? It's something to keep in mind that if you feel like you're muting part of your life personality and opinions just because you feel like you might lose your partner over it I'm not saying end your relationship because of this I'm just saying it's something to consider your value is value your value is strong and your value is something you should value and your partner should value as well we all have different things which interest us And sure, those things overlap. But you'll never look at something exactly the same way as someone else. And that's what makes life interesting and worth living. Or at least I think so. (laughs) Let me know what you think. Sorry if I ruined your relationship. I'll talk to you guys later.